Welcome to Let's Talk, a podcast where we just talk about life's ups and downs, about the existential questions, and the small day-to-day stuff, pretty much anything. Join me, Sarah, and me, Amy, for a 30-minute conversation about whatever. Let's talk. About what? About change. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about change. Not because I love change. (laughs) I hate change. Um, But I think this is going to be a really cool thing for us to talk about. Yeah, well, it's it's something that some people like change, some people don't. Um, But it is it's a part of all of our lives. The only thing that's constant, actually. (laughs) Yes, it is change it just (laughs) even if you change nothing about your own life and your own routine and you always stick to the same thing you know the world around you is changing and at some point that is going to creep in and affect you maybe you know you've bought the same toothpaste for 25 years and now they don't make the toothpaste anymore and so you know that that change affects you whether you want to accept it or not um And so, so yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation because some people love it and some people hate it. And it's, it can be difficult for people to understand, um, you know, what's good about it or what's bad about it, (laughs) depending on what side you're on. And of course, a lot of us are somewhere in the middle, um, because I think it inherently just the way that the human brain is, is that change can be difficult, you know, even if you really love change, like our, our brains, the way that they are wired and the way that they work is that they rely on habits and routines and learned knowledge that they can Mm -hmm. use to build on. It's just sort of the way that the brain works. And so change is extra work for our brains. Like it just, it gives it more to do and our brains are, they, they, they always look for the shortest, quickest path of least resistance. And so that extra work, um, it's just an obstacle, no matter sort of if you like change or not, it, it is an obstacle and a challenge for your brain. So it's, you know, it's, I think on some level, depending on what the thing is, but it it can be a struggle for everyone. (laughs) Yes. And like you said, sometimes change is actually for the better and it will make things easier. Um, but it can still be a struggle in the meantime. It was funny. I was thinking about this, um, last night and laughing to myself because I knew we were going to be talking about change today. I was watching something with my kids, um, I don't remember what, it doesn't matter, but on the Roku screen, you know, we've got like 10,000 different channels, whatever Mm -hmm. you can search for it. So we were trying to get to Disney and I'm scrolling, scrolling through and my kids are just, oh, they're so frustrated. And they're going, mom, just use the microphone button, use the microphone button. (laughs) Like, well, I don't, I don't like to do that. I like to do it this way. It'd be so much faster. It'd be so much faster. So I try, I push the microphone button and I start like awkwardly talking into the microphone, you know, and I'm like, go to Disney plus, like, you know, I don't know why I say it like that and it didn't work. And you have to hold down the button the whole time you're talking. I mean, it was just this whole big thing and it's really not that hard, 
but it's very hard for me. Like, I don't know how to talk into this thing and it feels weird. And, um, you know, my kids are so frustrated, so frustrated. They can barely contain it. And finally, my oldest goes, mom, you need to learn how to do this. Stop doing it the old fashioned way. And I I hate change so much. I know the old fashioned way, Um, but it would be helpful. And I think about if we did things the old fashioned way, I would have been putting a, what a VHS into our tape player so that we could watch a movie that we had to rewind. I mean, I did learn some new things. We learned how to do the Roku and how to sign into the Disney thing. And um, change is good, but it is really hard to get there sometimes. Yeah, well, it's so funny because sometimes even like really seemingly insignificant change can be upsetting. It can seem like it shouldn't matter but it just does. And, you know, I think that I really notice that when I'm in a situation where, you know, someone that I peripherally know is moving or something, you know, like them moving on with their life and going somewhere else does not affect my life in any way. It doesn't change anything about my day to day, but sometimes it can be upsetting and and it can bother me you know like I guess I think about like you know when I've been at jobs where you know someone is is quitting because they're moving or they're getting in a job or something and it's like does it have to be someone that I knew well or interacted with hardly at all you know my job isn't going to change in any way because they're moving on but it just it's it's a change to the familiar it's a change to you know what, what I'm used to, what I know. And, you know, sometimes things like that, that shouldn't bother me do, you know, it's just like, well, wait, (laughs) why are they leaving? What's going on? They've been here the whole time. Um, and it, it is, it's like, there's something about change that can sometimes just be very unsettling. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think, I know you were talking our last episode that your low was about feeling anxious. And I think the more, at least for me, I don't know this universally, I guess, but um, for me, the more anxious that I'm feeling, the less well I handle change. Uh, (laughs) I've never handled change well in my whole life. And as an adult, I, I definitely see the correlation where I'm a lot more flexible when I'm not feeling stressed when I'm already stressed and anxious about things. I just, I cannot handle any more change. I can remember a particularly stressful point in life where I got so upset because I went to watch the morning news and they had changed the backdrop like behind the, because HD was becoming a thing at this time. And they wanted the background to be more HD friendly, I guess. I don't know. But I remember turning on the news and just thinking like, good God, the backdrop is different. Like, I don't know how I'm going to go about my day now. And it was so silly. And I know that even in the moment, I thought this is not affecting my day, but it just wasn't the way that I was used to. And I think that stress can cause that, um, you know, and if you're not aware of that already, it might be something to be aware of if you're not handling change well. Uh, maybe try and step back and think about if you are stressed or overwhelmed in life, because like you say, change for better or worse makes our brains work a little bit harder. 
do things a new way. Um, it's unfamiliar and, you know, it just adds a little bit extra to us. And maybe that little bit extra, if it's pushing us over the edge, maybe we need to take a look and see if we're a little too stressed at our baseline. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, I, I mean, you don't like change and I do like change. I tend to seek out change <laughs> just for, for the sake of it sometimes, just because I need a shakeup. Um, so, you know, I do like change, but nevertheless, I mean, as I just said, you know, sometimes even like little change is upsetting. And I think that what people who do enjoy change need to sort of be sensitive to and recognize, I mean, especially for others who don't like change to sort of be able to empathize, but even within themselves, um, to recognize that the pace at which change is occurring is increasing exponentially. Um, you know, the, the more, um, you know, new technology we have and things like that, um, the more quickly change happens. And now we're at a place where change is occurring, I mean, constantly all around us and even just for the sake of change, right? Like I, I learned kind of recently as we've been doing our sort of uh, web development stuff that apps, there are certain requirements for apps to be updated just for the sake of being updated because, you know, it's going to be considered sort of, um, you know, archaic or obsolete or, you know, not, not as valuable if it's not being updated. And I mean, how annoying is it when every time you get on your phone, something is updating, you know, and then when something, you know, the interface worked great, you, you liked it, and then they change it just sort of to change it and then it's not as good anymore. And so, I mean, you know, it's like things that, that we kind of put the effort into learning and are sometimes a very big or very intimate part of our day-to-day -day life. You know, our phones are very much an extension of ourselves nowadays wow. and you really rely on it for, you know, being your, you know, information holder, your communication tool, um, you know, for so many things. And when something that intimately connected to you is constantly changing uh, and sometimes in really big ways and you sort of have to relearn certain things about it because where this used to be is not where it is anymore and now I need to find the new place where it is. Um, you know, when that's just going on in such a constant state, um, it, you know, it does, again, the extra work that your brain is having to do to process that it starts to matter at some point. It starts to affect your life um, when you're having to process that level of change all the time. Um, you know, it, it, it starts to build up and become really stressful and cumbersome. And it is. Well, as laughing as you were talking about updating apps, um, I know there are people that I work with a couple people who every time a new phone comes out, especially the iPhones, they have to go out and get the new one. Uh, and to me, that just seems 
like a nightmare. I held on to my last phone for like five years until it just didn't work anymore. And I remember um, years ago, I don't know if my ex has meant well or if this was sort of a malicious thing, <laughs> but I had been prohibiting my phone from running updates. It, and you're probably going to cringe at this because I'm sure it was like security stuff. You know, the phone's like, you have to update your system. You have to update. You have to update. And I kept declining, kept declining all these apps that wanted to update, even like my banking apps and stuff. And I kept saying no. I kept saying no. And my phone is just flooded with these like locked notifications that you, I have to update, I have to update. And I kept saying, it had been months I kept saying no. And I remember one morning I had slept in which was a rarity, our kids were young. And my phone was different and all these notifications were gone. And I just, I was I, the pit in my stomach and my then husband had taken the liberty of updating this all for me. And I, again, I don't know if it was a favor or if it was malicious, but I, I just wanted to like throw a toaster at him in that moment. Like how <laughs> You know, everything that I knew is gone. I went to sleep knowing how to use this stuff and everything is wrecked now. Um, I hate change. I hate updating apps. I hate getting new phones. And I think it's so funny that you like change. We're very different in this way. Um, for you to feel happy, we talked in our last episode about happiness. For you to feel happy, you need um, fresh and new and change and improvements and that's great for you for me i to be happy i want to like buy a house live there for the rest of my life and die there um i <laughs> everything to stay exactly the same even if it's archaic and doesn't work anymore i'm familiar with how it works and i want it to just stay that way so i don't have to learn anything new and it's just, it's interesting to me. And like you said, it's important to see both sides so you can really empathize with people. Um, even if you don't have people in your life that you're close to that feel this, you know, extreme ways one way or the other, it's important to remember there are two sides to this coin um, because it's hard for me to understand why for you, you know, you have to move periodically. Feel <laughs> yeah. Not just like move houses. Let me talk about like move, countries you know <laughs> i can't wrap my head around that um but it takes all kinds you know it's important we need people like you that want to move the ball forward uh, and keep pushing us along and be innovative um and i'm sure we need people like me for some reason i don't know what it, to drag everything down like being an anchor i don't know <laughs> buy up all the like old used stuff i don't know <laughs> Well, but I think that that's an important part of this to talk about is that, you know, I think that people who don't like change, you know, there's a lot of strong arguments against change. Like we just said, you know, it's, it's more work and, um, you know, change always involves going into the unknown, you know, trying out things that are untested and experimenting. And so sometimes that can go badly. And, you know, I think that people who don't like change, um, you know, there are some strong arguments for why they feel that way that are legitimate. Um, but I think people who, 
do like change. They do tend to look at people who resist change as just an anchor, as stuck in the past, as, you know, not really bringing any value because the value is in progress and, and forward movement and stuff. But I think that there's sometimes a lack of recognition um, for people who really, you know, are for change in, you know, these points that people who resist change make that are valid, like that these changes that are sometimes made, that they are untested, they are unknown. When we make changes, we don't know the results of what that change is going to bring about until it plays out. Um, And so I think that sort of people who are a little bit more anchored in the past are holding on to our learned wisdom. They're the ones that are are sort of making sure that we don't forget <laughs> everything that we've learned up to this point. Because if all we do is change, 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 we're just going to keep repeating the same patterns, which we actually do. I mean, that is actually, I mean, I've seen like drawings of the shape of time, right? Like if you sort of do the math, you can sort of do an actual like rendering of what the shape of time is. And I've seen different ones and they're all different, but they're all circular. You know, they all actually go around and, you know, I've I've heard interesting things about how it's sort of a modern idea, time as linear. We had look at sort of a timeline because in the past um, it was always looked at as very circular as you know the the seasons are are, you know the same loop year after year it's it's a circular thing so you know that is something that we do is we sort of repeat the same patterns over and over and the people who are for change push us so that we're experiencing that looping pattern in a different new way where we're progressing so that we're experiencing it on a higher level <laughs> and we're, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's rhyming instead of repeating, isn't that what they say? Yeah. Time? Um, you know, but the people who are the resistors of change are sort of the ones helping us to move it forward as well by helping us to remember where we've come from and what we've learned and what has happened before. And, um, you know, are able to kind of point out that, you know, eh, you think this is, you know, so great, it's changed, but we've done this before, guys. Like, you know, <laughs> there's where we are where we are because there's there's value to this. We worked hard to get here by going through this pattern and you're kind of about to just screw it up and actually take us backwards. So I think that there's this balance and harmony that comes from the people who are sort of rooted where we are and see the value in it um, and can sort of remind the people who just want to blindly plow forward <laughs> of, of where we're where we are, how we got here, the value that's there um, so that we don't actually end up, you know, I think what would ultimately be maybe even going backwards sometimes <laughs> if, if we're just implementing change for the sake of change, 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 um, without that more grounded reality of, of, you know, the fact that no, we act, there's, there's a lot of work that's gone into where we are now. And we've, we've learned a lot of valuable lessons that have made, you know, where we are now really something worth 
um, preserving in some way so that we don't just lose it as we move forward. So, so I think it's, you know, it's really important to, um, yeah, learn to sort of see the other side and empathize. Um, and I think particularly right now, it's a really um, progressive time sort of politically and culturally, which I mean, I think that there are a lot of good qualities to that. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot of moving forward that's about, um, you know, making, um, well, I guess maybe like integrating the, what has been sort of the margins of society and the fringes into the, the larger whole in a more inclusive way, um, which, you know, I think is really great. But I think that what is, in my opinion, not to get political, but I think that, you know, I just on the whole, as we just think about change and we think about it in not just a physical way and, you know, apps and phones, and things like that, but in, um, you know, sort of the realm of, of moral and political and things like that. Um, when people are so fixated on pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward, and they're not empathizing and they're not allowing for the fact that change is difficult and that we're not just talking about change like an updated app, we're talking about change, shifting values, shifting worldviews and really, really big things that can be really difficult to change. If there's not some sympathy and empathy and allowance for the fact that change is difficult. It's creating a divide instead of getting everyone to move forward together. So I think that the empathy um, and understanding of both sides is just so important. It is. Um, I like how you put more positive spin on the anchor. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Anchors are needed. What's that? I said anchors are needed sometimes. They are, they are necessary sometimes. But I do think that, at least for me, I have to be careful not to become um, just like bitter and uh, unwilling to accept the change. Because I think that that's the weakness on my side. Um, you know, for those of us, I remember talking to our dad recently. He said, I think I'm turning into Papa, his dad. As, because I remember he was so opposed to pizza for the longest time. I don't know if you remember this. He was really, really just hated the idea of pizza. And he finally tried it. And he tried Pizza Hut pizza with pepperoni. And he loved it. I mean, who doesn't love pizza, right? But he felt like pizza should only be pepperoni. Like Pizza Hut was the definitive best pizza. And it should only have pepperoni. And I remember him making a comment one time. He was so angry because it was sausage and pepperoni. He was like, why would anyone even want to put another topping on this and ruin a perfectly good pizza? And I remember saying to our dad, I said, I feel sometimes like I'm turning into that already. Um, you know, only 36 and I'm already becoming this way. Like, why would anyone want to ruin a perfectly good phone by putting all this other stuff on it or <laughs> And I have to try really hard to be aware that change is good. It's hard. Um, I talked last week, our, my low was about change, was about trying to keep up with technology that has changed so much since I've last used it. Feels like it changes every five minutes, but it's changed so drastically since I last used it. And it's really frustrating. 
um, makes me just legitimately angry when I have to use it. And I think it's important as you're talking about having empathy for people who don't like change. I think it's important for those of us who don't like change not to get bitter and um, really try and hold everybody else back. It's important to understand it's okay not to like change. I don't have to go into like, you know, a technology career, you know, it's, I'll never, there's no danger of that ever happening, but I do need to be able to use Microsoft Office to be able to function in a workplace. Um, you know, well, my workplace is pretty, uh, pretty cool about like somebody else does all my scanning and stuff for me but I you know in general I do need to know how to use some of this stuff to keep up with everybody else to be a beneficial part of a work community um, and I think it's important for those of us who sort of are the anchors to know when it's time to let go and let change move us forward a little bit we do have to work together yeah, it's definitely a balance. And I think it's it's good that we have both kinds to be the push and the pull and to, you know, hopefully help us move forward in a more harmonious way. Um, something that I have noticed that, you know, may or may not be something that would be true for other people, but as someone who likes change, but who also doesn't like constant change, you know, I kind of like to choose when that change is going to come about. Um, but something I found interesting, and maybe even someone like you who doesn't like change could look for this, sometimes a very minor temporary change can be really fun. Um, if you know it's not permanent, and it's not something you're going to have to adapt to on any sort of like larger level, sometimes that is all I really need. So like I am a night person. I hate getting up early in the morning. I, I just, I loathe it. But sometimes if I have to get up early in the morning for something, it can just be like a fun little change where I just kind of see like, wow, the world is so different at this hour. And, you know, it's so, so much quieter now before, you know, everything's going and people are just sort of starting to wake up and, you know, the, the temperature of the air is, you know, cool and pleasant. And, you know, it's just kind of this little experience that's different. That's like, wow, this is really nice. And, you know, it even all have these like crazy lunatic thoughts for a minute, like maybe I should start getting up early every day. And, you know, and of course, if I were to try to make that sort of actual change of getting up early every day, I would be miserable because I'm not a morning person. And I know this about myself, but this little temporary like change that's just, I know I don't have to actually adapt my life to can be satisfying to me sometimes just enough change to like make me feel like I've gotten my my fill of change for a little bit um but it's not I don't have to actually do the work of adjusting to the change so maybe looking for opportunities to have small change I I think it's so funny as you're talking about this I'm just like horrified <laughs> small change for no purpose except to just experience change is like my worst nightmare. Um, things like going on vacation to me is not, there's nothing fun about that at all. <laughs> uh, 
I'm feeling like, God, I have to learn a new Wi-Fi password. I have to learn new neighborhood or wherever like I'm parking, new everything, um, all for nothing because I'm gonna leave and go home in a couple of days. <laughs> to me, it's terrible. I hate um, at work, like if I have to go do something that isn't normally like within my role, like I drive my kids' school bus to their school and I'm fine with that. If I have to go, we're short-staffed and I have to go cover something else, I just hate it. I hate it so much. I have to learn this whole new thing and I'm only going to do it a couple times. Oh, I just, I can't stand it. It's so funny to me that you would like seek out small change to make you feel better that like just as a temporary thing. To me, that would be like eternal punishment. Hell to me would be like, well, every five days we're going to change things. <laughs> To me, what's comfortable, it's so funny. And to you would be awful. But to me, what's comfortable, if I'm feeling like, um, you know, I really need to, you know, just feel better and, um, you know, focus on my, you know, feeling comfortable in my life, sort of grounding myself. Like I assume you're talking about, like sort of, you know, that reset, like, okay, you know, just settle back in. <laughs> yeah. That's like very familiar. In fact, I will order the exact same dish from the restaurant that I have on speed dial. <laughs> we'll drink it with the exact same wine while I watch the exact same TV show. I have like pajamas that are like my, you know, like crisis pajamas, you know, like my <laughs> clothes that I'm most familiar with. It's so funny to me that you would go the opposite direction. <laughs> that is hilarious it takes all kinds truly <laughs> so funny but that is kind of a cool lead-in as we talk about change and vacations and things um tune in our next episode we are actually i guess going to launch a youtube channel i don't suppose we have one <laughs> um we won't be normally airing our episodes on youtube uh but we are going to be doing a video version in addition to our regular audio podcast because i'm going out to see sarah i'm gonna i'm gonna brave the change um there's <laughs> actually not that much change because i've been out before like i know where you live i know where to park I know where, you know it's, yes. <laughs> it's hard. um but we're gonna do a um you know, a video version, Sarah and I will be together in person podcasting, which we're very excited about. So. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Don't miss it. And it will also be here as well. Of course, the audio yes. on, yes. you know, all oh. the usual sources, but we're not changing it so much that you can't <laughs> find the old version. Yet. Exactly. It will be the perfect amount of change. So exactly. you, if you want to click over to YouTube and watch a video, same old, same old. If you don't, it'll be perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, Sarah, I think you're starting us with highs and lows this week. Yes. And so I'm actually going to start with my high because I was telling you before we started that I just couldn't really think of a low per se. I mean, not, not to make it sound like my life was perfect for the past <laughs> week, but I just couldn't really identify something that I just thought like, oh, that was a low. And I thought, I don't want to keep working so hard to think of something yeah. low. And so I'm just going to stop and I'm just going to have a high this week because I think that that's something to embrace and appreciate that it was a week that, you know, I, yeah. I 
I'm just gonna have a high. Um, so my high that I'm picking is that the other day, um, we just had the nicest weather. Like we kind of had a little, um, you know, heat spell. And then we kind of had some rain on days when it wasn't super hot, but then we just kind of got a little break where it wasn't raining, but it had cooled off a little. Um, and so I took the kids outside in the yard to play. Um, and it just ended up being, it was just so nice out and they were just having so much fun, just digging in the dirt and looking for bugs. My older son decided that instead of being a firefighter astronaut, when he grows up, he wants to be a bug expert because he was just really having so much fun finding all the different little bugs, um, and putting them in his little wagon full of dirt. And, uh, it's just they were just having so much fun and it was just so nice to just be outside in the perfect weather and so we just spent the whole afternoon outside and it was just really lovely just a lovely little you know break it felt like and then after such a great afternoon to top it off when we came inside I made dinner and I, you know, gave the boys their plates, but then I was still like pulling, you know, mine and my husband's dinner out of the oven. Um, and so my older son, he asked for some ketchup and I said, well, you know, hang on, give me just a minute while I finish doing this real quick. And he goes, you are one hardworking mommy. You do all the stuff for the kids and you do other stuff. Just like that little moment of recognition and appreciation was just like, you know, I felt, I felt seen and appreciated and I felt really proud of my son for sort of doing that. And it just, it was, it was really, really nice. And it was a nice day and it was a nice little moment. So that was my high. (laughs) What a great high. Oh, Well, like you, I could not think of a low this week and I loved your suggestion to not press too hard to, you know, root through and find something to complain about. So (laughs) I'm also just going to go with a high and I'm actually cheating because my high is um, not from this exact week, but we didn't podcast the week before and that was my fault. But um, so I'm, I'm reaching a little bit back, but my best friend and I, our birthdays are one day apart Mine's the fourth, hers is the fifth. And we celebrated, we went big. We celebrated big. We went to breakfast both days because <laughs> we love going out for breakfast. Nice. Um, we ironically, it, if we didn't plan this at all, we both got each other the same birthday card. <laughs> we both got each other necklaces. Um, so that was fun. And then the following week, we went out to dinner uh, because two breakfasts and a dinner in one week is extravagant, you know. <laughs> um, went out to dinner and we took another friend of ours who does not share a birthday with us but is part of our normal little like dinner group that we get together with and we just had the best time um we are one of those tables that restaurants probably sort of like equally hate and love because we get super loud we're laughing so everybody can hear um but we're very very happy tip big you know we have a good time um so (laughs) um but we just had a great time and it was just so fun. Um, COVID's been very long and they were finally, you know, everybody's vaccinated and they're lifting mask mandates and we can go out to a restaurant without having to weigh if this is a safe decision or not. Um, Vermont especially is doing really, really well with things. And so it was just so fun. It was fun to celebrate our birthdays, um, you know, make a big deal for each of us 
got our own special birthday breakfast and then to go out to dinner, um, you know, include our other friend as well. Um, just really was so fun to connect with these friends that sort of felt like, you know, we hadn't got to do that in a long time. So that was a big high for me. Oh, yay. I love it. How fun. <laughs> and I'm very excited to get to see you because I have not, we have not seen each other in almost a year, which I think is the longest in basically our entire adult lives when we've lived on the same continent. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, so it's going to be super fun. And I think it'll be a super fun podcast and yes. so looking forward to it. So <laughs> So join us next time and, you know, you can tune in here or you can also watch us, um, which will hopefully be fun. Yay. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. World. World.